Hello to all of my lash lovers. This is Nina Andrews from the Lashes on Point Salon and Academy in Melbourne, Australia and leader of the hashtag Lash with Love movement. I hope you're all having an absolutely amazing day. If you hear giggling in the background or music playing in the background, I am actually recording this in my office in my salon at the moment. So that's what those background noises will be. That'll be the salon just carrying on behind me as I stop and have a bit of a chat with you guys. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far and today I wanted to talk to you about something which is uh, probably all of us as lash technicians go through even if you are a home-based salon or if you are a um, you know a sole proprietor or if you work with a team like I do everybody goes through this and that is when you work with the public you will sometimes have to deal with your clients um, not showing up to their appointments so how do we organize no-shows this is something that we all deal with and unfortunately it does cost us a lot of money so when i was working in a home-based salon um, at my house this is many many years ago but when i was there i had one day where my daughter was in school and my son was in childcare. now childcare in australia is quite costly it's quite expensive so i've paid for my son to be at childcare. And basically what happened was I had three appointments booked, three um, high value appointments booked. So that was, um, it was going to give me quite a lot of revenue and all three of these ladies cancelled on the day and everybody had a legit reason, you know, everybody had a reason why, but everybody cancelled on the day and I was gutted. I was absolutely gutted. Because I'm still paying for my son to be at childcare. I'm still paying, like, I'd had people on a cancellations list who wanted to come in. You know, this was, I think, a Friday. So I had people who had needed lashes by Saturday because they had events on. I'd said no to them because I had these three bookings and I couldn't fit anyone else in. And I ended up losing the money. And basically sitting at home and doing nothing. So this was the defining moment where I decided that now is the time that I am going to make a change. So what had held me back from taking deposits and not enforcing a no-show fee in the past had been that I felt that I wasn't worthy or able to do that because I ran a home-based salon. Now, I don't know why somebody would think that owning a bricks-and-mortar salon would make you any more worthy than somebody who has a home-based salon. I mean, we, we both work hard. There's just a difference in overhead costs. Um, but for some reason, I had it in my head that I couldn't do that. So when I actually started looking through all of the times that I'd had people just either not show up or cancel late notice, I decided I've actually financially lost quite a lot. So now's the time to make a change. So what I did was I started taking deposits. It was for, for a full set appointment, I think it would be about 30% of the appointment cost. I calculated how much money I would have to make during that time that would cover my costs. So by that, I mean you have to calculate your water, your electricity, your internet, your rent, your, your wage. You know, if you're working for yourself, you still need to earn a wage, your super, your tax, everything like that, all that sort of stuff. You need to get together and you need to organize what is your minimum break-even price. And if you don't know what that is, I do recommend getting the help of an accountant. 
So I worked out what my price was and how much I would need to cover that appointment where I'm supposed to be working, but I'm not, just so that I'm not financially losing. So I set aside those amounts and any new client from that day forward that called to book an appointment, I send them a little text message after they've booked and it says, you know, congratulations, you've tentatively booked this appointment. Now to um, finalize your booking, you need to pop down a booking fee, booking fee or deposit. You choose what language works for you um, and um, you need to organize your booking fee. I hold the appointment for 24 hours. If I don't hear from them after 24 hours, I will message them again and let them know, look, we haven't heard from you. Just wanted to know if you still wanted to do this appointment, I will hold it until X time. And I usually give them like another six hours. I'll hold you, I'll hold the appointment to seven o'clock tonight for you, or I'll hold it until 10 a.m. tomorrow morning for you. You just let me know. Um, so you give them plenty of time, either overnight or, you know, six, eight hours during the day. And if they don't respond to those two messages, then I just cancel the appointment because obviously they weren't serious. You will get a lot of people that will say, yeah, sure. And they'll book an appointment and then they just won't turn up. And that's okay. So for people who have late cancellations, when you are booking those appointments, I want you to also give them a term and conditions section where you do say, okay, look, I need to have this amount of time to... Um, this amount of time for you to cancel. So, you know, 48 hours, three days, 24 hours, two hours, whatever works for you. You, If you're going to cancel, you have to cancel before this time. Um, otherwise, your booking fee is used to cover your appointment. So by that, I mean, if you've got a three-hour appointment, um, I don't want you to be calling me two hours beforehand and saying, sorry, I can't make it because I cannot get somebody in for a three hour appointment with two hours remaining, you know, I was very surprised. I was pleasantly surprised when I introduced this policy into my salon. I was pleasantly surprised at how many people looked at me like I was an idiot and said, of course you're taking deposits. Of course you're a business. And that was when I realized that I did have the support of my little lashes on point community and the reason for that is people who get upset about paying deposits and who don't want to pay deposits are generally the ones who are going to stuff you around anyway. And if I had known that these three ladies on that day had either changed their mind on the day or just weren't going to turn up or who just, yeah, for whatever reason, um, just some of them just didn't turn up and some of them did message and cancel. Um, but I think two of them just never showed so if that happens now, I have a contingency. Everybody knows these are the terms and conditions of coming into my salon. It means that they take it more seriously. It means that you take it more seriously. And it also means that you're covering your butt, covering your butt, sorry, if somebody's not going to turn up. So I highly recommend if you are not taking deposits that you do take deposits. Um, I know a lot of places sometimes just take deposits for the first appointment for new clients or for longer appointments, some people take deposits for every single refill. It's totally up to you. Remember, it's your business. As long as you're following by your country's laws and by um, obviously fair service, you're fine. It's your business, you make the rules. But what I want you to do is create a policy that works for you and it's gotta be set in stone. So even those ladies that 
see you regularly and have seen you for years, I still want you to enforce this policy with them. These ladies that maybe come and see you once or twice, I want you to enforce these policies with them and let everybody know on a public forum, hey guys, we're making changes for the better. This is our new policy. Put it up on a public platform so that people can see it either on your website or your social media. I send all my new clients a link and I do say, Booking in with me means you have read and agreed to these terms and conditions. And then I do reiterate it after they have paid the deposit. And then I get them to sign a form when they come in. All about these are the rules of the salon. And I find that if I am completely upfront and honest and manage my client's expectations and let them know this is what we expect of you. And in return, this is what you can expect of us. You know, everybody running on time, lashes being a very high quality, all that sort of stuff. I think that you will find that you will be able to have wonderful and very fruitful long-term relationships with your clients. Clients like it when you're upfront and honest with them. And also, I now quite like the fact when someone asks me for a deposit, it means that they're serious about their business. And if they're serious about their business, they're going to take great pride in what service they're about to perform on myself. Anyway, I hope this helps and I hope you all can start having a look at different policies and procedures all about deposits or booking fees, depending on which language you would like to use and start to enforce these within your salon. Um, I want all my lash bosses out there to start taking themselves seriously. We are a legit business, even if you're working out of, you know, um, a room in your house, as long as you are fully council permitted and you are insured and you are certified, you are a serious business. So definitely start taking the time, have a bit of a think about it and pop it in the comments how you went, let me know. If you haven't already, please check out our Facebook group, hashtag Lash with Love. And also on Instagram, please feel free to message me at Lashes on Point Salon or tag me in your photos of things in your salon that bring you joy. So use the hashtag Lash with Love and then tag me at Lashes on Point I would love to see what brings you joy in your salon. And I'd also like to know how you're going with implementing booking fees and deposits. And hopefully you will notice a drastic decrease in the number of no-shows. I went through a stage where pretty much 70% of my clients were cancelling late notice. And once I started implementing this policy, I think I've maybe had in the last two years, I can count on one hand how many clients have no-showed. And I, I actually only think that number is two now I think about it. And both times I kept the deposit to cover their appointment. So even though, yes, I did financially lose money, it wasn't as an aggressive of a sting. It wasn't such an aggressive hit to my financial bank balance. Whereas the first time when I had those three clients cancel in the day, that was a massive hit, especially since I had such high demand to get appointments beforehand. So I'm hoping this helps. Please let me know if it does and don't forget to subscribe. Have a wonderful day, ladies, and remember to lash with love.